Cusack Nation. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, where was the podcast last week? And I gotta say, guys, I'm really sorry. We recorded a podcast so good it could not be contained within one episode. So tonight you're gonna hear part one of Pod Cusack Maps to the Stars. Marry your sister and become a therapist about it. It's time for Pod Cusack. It's Pod Cusack, baby. It's Pod Cusack, baby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pod Cusack, the world's only podcast dedicated to and explicitly for that sexy, slimy, ivory baby, Hollywood's most medium actor, John Cusack. With me, oh boy, do I have such a fun show for you <laughs> today. Uh, well, first off, returning champion, MK Doherty. Thank you so much for returning. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, just uh, just a pleasure to see your lovely face. Pleasure to see yours. Every time you're on the pod. Thank you. Um, also, for the first time ever, comedian, actress, singer, inventor, podcaster you know her from stage and screen maggie crane thank you so much hi there fellas thanks for having me on the pod (laughs) i'm so happy to be here oh thanks so much for doing it no of course i heard you say he's the best medium actor i would say yeah he's hollywood's most medium actor no he's saying median like meaty Oh, I th- or, or does he talk to ghosts? He's a oh, he's a me- maybe he he's a piece of meat that talks to ghosts. He's a he's a he's a meaty medium. That would be a <laughs> the good most skill meaty medium up. medium of all of Hollywood. In his later years, he did get meatier. I will. Who he doesn't? D- he ages well, as they all do. They all just inject themselves with like the blood of children. Uh, guys, like, oh my I, god, I'm Q cute now. I'm cute. Yeah, this podcast, a, I'm cute. He's on a dream it has been quite a year. Maggie's Q now. Um, he but he, he clearly took well. the cheek implants from someone else. Like yeah, he his has skin new is cheeks. flawless. Yeah. His skin is absolutely Stretched. flawless. He can't move his face, which people think is like, which people think is like subtle acting, but it's like, no, it's not. You can't move. <laughs> subtle acting. You always no see that. You see actors being. Like, everyone's like, wow, they're so subtle. It's like I don't think they can move <laughs> their lips at all. But thank you. I on. can't move my body. It's like well, the, the performance is so subtle and compelling. It's like Julianne Moore can't move, <laughs> but she still looks. She looks amazing. Oh, phenomenal. Well, I used to see before her we get time. into this movie, which is this week, Maps to the Stars. Maps or Map to the Stars? Maps. Map, Map to the Stars, uh, David Cronenberg's probably final film. Let's be honest, he's 78. He hasn't made a movie in six years. Um, but we are, before we talk about that, we got to talk about you, Maggie, and your relationship to John Cusack, actor. Do you like him? Are you a fan of him? I feel completely neutral towards him. I am not. I am just. It's. I'm. It's like I'm only high fidelity. Right. I can't. Like, what are the other bangers again? Gross point blank. Gross point blank. A lot of people like say anything. Oh, say any- of course, of course, yeah. yeah. So I think like say anything, and I think like high fidelity. And when I think of him, I don't think of a performance. I just think of like a like. A bland face that I recognize. I don't. Clearly, you've never seen his finest film, Identity. (laughs) I've never seen Identity. I'm clear. I am. I'm. I am a newborn baby into the Kishizak world, and I'm. Thanks for bringing me along to this this ride. Well, thanks for uh, jumping on the Cusack train, and you know, getting your your passport stamped in Cusack Nation. Uh, Yeah. I will say, 
that that's pretty par for the course though in terms of people have you had anyone on the show who's like he is my favorite actor i think bailey edwards was like yes i love cusack who doesn't She's that effusive was, anyway, though, and a very positive person. Well, that's person, why I so. don't really believe her. I think, but no, just, but that's interesting. I, I, but I would also like to think of someone who like fucking hates him, and it's like that is a good statement. Like, who doesn't like him? It's like fair. Who, who the fuck out there is like fuck that guy? I'm Do sure. we have anyone like that? Probably just like the boyfriends of the girls he stole. Oh, the girls know? he's been with. Mm. Is he a lady ladies killer? Man? Yeah. yeah, serial bachelor ladies man. Doesn't Is that make single? you a little more interested? It does that right, right now? He's single. Yeah. Maggie. Wow. Has he had like a? Fa- I know, right? To get on it. <laughs> does he have like a famous love? Uh, I would say his longest term relationship was this young actress named Jodie Lynn O'Keefe from everyone's favorite teen movie, Whatever It Takes, with Shane West. Uh, I don't have no any idea of the words you just said. I uh, I, uh, Nev Campbell was, was a big one. They dated for like six years. Nev Weird. Campbell. Nev Campbell. Yeah. She's also in my a ballerina. Head, also in my head, Nev Campbell is the guy who hosts Catfish. Oh my god! Of course, Neve. Neve. I, yeah, Neve. Okay. I, I yeah. hear Nev Campbell I and I'm like, I'm like Neve Shulman. Catfish man. Okay. Yeah. The, no, those names are the same to me. Nev Campbell's I, the one from Scream. From oh, all the Scream films. I think, can I like, say, totally. honestly, I have a great amount of affection for him. I mean, I definitely, every week, love him a little bit more because now I feel like we're best friends. I do so much more research. I, like, read his tweets obsessively. Does I he tweet? Like, Is he a presence? He's a tweeter. Very, I mean... He's very active? 50 times a day. Oh, my God. About he's, what? He's... Uh, very plugged into politics. Oh no, he's one of these people who's tweeting like, "I can breathe now that Joe Biden is president." No, big time. No, no big he's Bernie a revolutionary. guy. Big Bernie guy. Who's big Bernie guy? Oh my god, he now lives I'm in wet Chicago. For Listen, Maggie, he during the Black around. Lives Matter rallies, yeah, he was just biking through Chicago, like filming cops, and he's like a big time setting yeah. locations on I Twitter had, for where no, cops were. I would like to publicly apologize. Yeah, exactly. Cusack right now, and yes. I, I, I really just have to eat my words. I'm in love with him i will i will eat your words and eat him out that's a sexy guy he's a he's cool he's got cool politics which is like one of the reasons we do that's also so rare we have like cusack and we have hulk and we have susan sarandon and that's (laughs) all we have we only have the guy who plays hulk I was thinking old and Hulk. Like, I think he's deaf. What's his Lou name? Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. And no, I was like, do No, we have young Hulk. What's that man's name? Oh Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, he's so political. His wife's yeah. name's Sunflower, though. Mar- and we ha- well, well, that's Mark why Ruffalo. how you know he has good politics. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think that means good politics. I think Damn. Sunflower's a cool flower. Though. No, I think that's disgusting. That's not a human's name. She's an adult. I said it was so much she could change. Like, I want to take that back. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Whatever. Disgusting. Yeah. But Ruffalo's cool and Cusack, very cool. Very cool. And guy. Sarandon. And it's Sarandon. like, who else I mean, do we have? Jane in, in Fonda. Like she's a long Oh, my Fonda. God. I apologize. Yeah. We have Jane Fonda. Yeah, she's a legend. Um, And then and we have. Arrested left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan Sarandon, like, everyone keeps yelling at her on Twitter because she says things like, Joe Biden's just as bad as Donald Trump, and it rocks. You get yeah. to. She, She's cool. She's great. I, I don't know his politics, but I have a feeling that Danny Trejo is also cool. Oh, hell yeah. Also, I Danny DeVito has good politics, but I don't think he knows where he is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, so like, Pleasantly unaware. He just <laughs> went out to vote is. yesterday. Yeah, exactly. He endorsed Bernie and then was like, I don't. Bye. What state did I endorse <laughs> Bernie in? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he's from New Jersey, which I do like as well. 
Danny DeVito? Uh, Danny DeVito. Of course yeah. that man is from New Jersey. Oh, yeah, There's absolutely no 100%. Other place he could have mm-hmm. been from. He popped out of the ground yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he's he's New Jersey he is personified. Yeah, 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 he is yeah, the yeah. state. Yeah. He's like the Jesus of New Jersey where it's like I will come again. Yeah. I will, I resurrect every yeah. It, what is that? Bruce Springsteen is the boss, but it, Danny DeVito is like his assistant. I just pictured you know? um what is that uh, mystical? It's the it's the Jewish kind of like boogeyman. Um, the golem. Yeah, <laughs> Danny DeVito is New Jersey golem. Is he not? He's made of the dirt of the land. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. But enough of golems and and DeVitos. Let's Boo. talk about the movie yes. we came to talk about. Map to the stars. Map to the stars. David Cronenberg's Swan Song came out in 2014. Uh, before we get into the plot, let's talk about the stats. I like to go through some stats. Number Excellent. one, the Cusack number. That's how many Cusacks are in the film. Obviously, listeners of this podcast know there's John, there's Joan, there's Dick, there's Bill, there's Susie, there's Anne. There's plenty of Cusacks. Are they all related? Bumping around. Yep. Well, Bill, Susie, and John and Joan are siblings. Dick is the patriarch of the mm. Cusack clan. But unfortunately, the Cusack number of this movie is one. Only John appears on screen. Box office, pretty rough for this movie. Worldwide, $4.5 million, but in domestic gross, $350,000. That's not a lot of money. Oh, so, that's, that's not even crazy. a real rich Really a, a bomb, a box office bomb. But it did seem like one of those movies that was at a lot of festivals and it was more of an art house thing. So I don't know if it was intended to make, I'm sure it was intended to make money, but yeah, it was a bomb. Uh, I saw this movie in theaters. You saw this in I am, theaters? I think I'm the only person. I didn't see it in theaters in America though. <laughs> Uh. Wow! <laughs> Maybe that's part of the why, part of the reason the worldwide gross. Was yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, of me watching it in you just Ireland, traveled the world. Yeah. <laughs> watching this movie. The least international. Yeah. My mission in life. The word of mouth in Ireland was really good. Um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-one percent by the critics. The people's rating, unfortunately. 44%. So people do not like this movie. Right. But the critics are, you know, lukewarm. Um, like I said, it is directed by David Cronenberg. For those who did, are morons who don't know, he's the guy who did Scanners, The Fly, The Dead Zone, Dead Ringers, Crash, The Good Crash. The mm-hmm. one where James Spader is like getting aroused by car crashes. I didn't know that there were that there were two. Oh. I do I do now, but like, up till recently, yeah. I only saw the bad crash, and my boyfriend was talking about. I know exactly old, what you mean. The, the, my boyfriend was like, "Have you seen Crash?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he was talking to someone else. He's like, "When he gets when he jerks off to cars," and I was like, "I don't remember the movie Crash." <laughs> I recall like I recall nothing. I recall like cinematic a journey. Like yeah. wow, we're all really connected. I was like, cinematic. Did I miss off. the guy jerking off to a car crash. And it turns out I didn't. I do. You didn't. I know exactly what you're talking I about. I mean, that must have happened to several people, though. And like, yeah. they're scrolling through dramas and they're like, oh, best picture winner, Crash. And then they're expecting like a tale of how racism is complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just getting James Spader like jerking off to Holly Hunter's like severed leg. You know, highly recommend it. It's a great movie. I prefer great it, things, honestly. Yeah. But Map to the Stars. So let's get into it. It's a tale, it's a comedy. 
question mark? That wasn't clear to me at first. No, uh, I I was venture to call it a thriller. Thriller? I mean, it's it's yeah, it's an amalgam. There's thrills, there's laughs, there's def- I mean, there's definitely really uncomfortable parts, but oh, it's a yeah. tale of Hollywood. Um Hollywood baby. Hollywood baby. There's like 1,000 movies where it's like Hollywood. (laughs) It's fucked up. Yeah. And this to me is just a long, uh, another movie. Also, I don't know. This is a cocaine movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is a big like, let's sit down, take so much coke and write a script and then we'll get it made because we're in Hollywood, baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody knows how fucked up it is. We're going to tell them. We're going to let them all know. And let's start telling them right now we open little miss thing little miss ingenue is coming on a bus from la to become a star we think we don't know we don't know who this is it's it's the wafiest of waifs mia wasakaska of um crimson peak and you know her from the the disney alice in wonderlands yep yep she's a very I don't know. I mean, she's a waif. I don't know how else to describe her. She's just like a pale. When you're saying waif, you're just talking about her thinness. She's like a, she's like an indie. Like, she looks like, like a she, feather. Yeah. She looks like she would play like an, a stepdaughter in an indie movie who's got problems. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's that vibe. She's a biter. But then we get a better look at her and we realize she has like burns over the side of her face. And we're like, ooh, what's up with this lady? Um she gets off the bus. She goes over to this limo, quote unquote, which is like a town car that she has hired to come pick her up. So clearly she has, I don't know, some delusions of grandeur, but she has She's some got money. She get that money. She's got cash to back it up, though. It's yeah. all that matters in Hollywood. We don't know what her deal is yet. The limo driver wakes up from his nap. It's fucking Twilight, baby. It's Robert. Robert. What happened? Like, I... What happened in Robert Pence's brain after Twilight? He went insane. He broke. He broke himself. You know and what Twilight was to him? His own personal COVID situation, like pandemic year. He was trapped. Yeah, I think so. Mental breakdown town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he only, I mean, now he's hes going to be in like Batman, which sort of sucks. But like he only took like weird indie movies or like fucked up really dark movies. And uh-huh. it was like, he just did not want to do any of the mainstream shit. Well, anymore. him and Kirsten, Kristen. Yeah, can't, she did the same thing. The same name to me. I can't tell. I can't friends. either. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, is that yeah. an Irish thing? Maybe. Um, she's also doing the same thing. I think. I think they were both were men. I know you're talking about Kristen Stewart, but all I heard was Kirsten Gillibrand. Oh no, they should date. They, they should, should date. He he could probably fix her. <laughs> Coldplay fix you. Put yeah. that in. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I feel like there. But that I feel like that is a track well set by like I feel like Ryan Gosling did the same thing post like Mickey Mouse Club and even He's Johnny more Depp. Charming. Though. Johnny Depp did the same thing post like Twenty One Jump Street. It was mm-hmm. like these like handsome boys, boys who get famous from Ugh, like a t- boys. sort of like, like teen idols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh god, I gotta be like, I'll never be taken seriously unless I'm like Ryan Gosling's like, oh, I gotta play a fucking Nazi in The Believer and like do crack. What it was a crack addict and like half Nelson and like do all yeah. these like dark ah. roles. Even Joseph Gordon-Levitt too had that period. It was like brick, mysterious skin, all this stuff to like. God, I miss shed it. the. Uh, he's now just he's like I'm gonna be insane on Twitter and do any who? fucking like lib. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's really crazy on Twitter. Yeah, ah. I didn't know that. He tweets out pictures of him. He's like, write a six letter. This write a six word 
story about this picture. I'll punch him in so the he just became a high school drama yeah, teacher. He really did. He'll be like, he'll be like, lend your voice acting talents to talk about you, how you feel about the word yellow. I like, like he's really. I feel like wild. he sounds like the creator of Post Secrets or whatever that that fucking book was called. And he's he was in like he's like in Aaron Sorkin's new movie that was really oh, hard God. to watch. I was like, what was that? Unbearable. Um, the Chicago Seven. Seven. Oh no, no thing. It you. was unbearable. It was so I bad. Heard such terrible things. It's so bad. It was so brutal, and they were all just miss. It was, it was, it was actor abuse. Wasn't Borat in that? Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah, playing like 22-year-old Abby Hoffman. <laughs> with no 50. depth. Abby Hoffman with no depth. Abby Hoffman being like, I Were they just like this the man? System. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Abby Hoffman being like, God damn it, I disagree with you fellas in politics, Wait, but I, I love not, what you stand for. I'm not wrong when I'm saying they only did that because he had black curly hair. Am I right? Like he would get the black curly hair. I think they Hoffman. only did it because it's like, Aaron Sorkin was just like, you're Jewish, right? Yeah. No, he literally him. was like, your hair could be yeah. that hair. We're going to do this. Well, no. In I'm fa- sure it's a wig. <laughs> yeah, Mary's like, like that in here. I don't know what wigs are. Mary's like, mm. it's inappropriate for an actor who doesn't have curly hair to play a character <laughs> with curly hair. We won't fucking and I stand over. by it. Yeah. Curly haired actors can only play playing people. <laughs> Also, he wasn't like a bad Abby Hoffman. The Abby Hoffman that was written was just like the most Frankenstein version of Abby Hoffman that could have ever existed. Well, that whole speech where he's like, I do this because I love America. And you're like, it's, yeah. dude, you killed yourself because the CIA fucked. Well, well now I'm getting to my cue shit. Well, it, Sorry. It, 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 it just <laughs> makes sense that like someone, the, that movie got made because someone was like, Aaron, you should write a Chicago Seven movie, and his response was, "Who are the Chicago Seven? Yeah. And like, he didn't. He literally did. I heard an interview yeah. with him. He was like, "Someone said to me the Chicago Seven. and I said, "What are you talking about?" And they said, "Aaron, you don't know it." So I wrote a book, and then I wrote the movie, and you're like, <laughs> "Bing bong boom," and this you're like, is "Like, yeah, that it shows, Aaron. It shows." <laughs> yeah. That's how evil Hollywood is. Everyone's just like, literally, like someone like says something they're like oh we should make a movie about that it's like maybe you don't have to yeah maybe or Listen maybe this callback right well here. i do like adam mckay i mean i'll probably cut all this stuff but adam mckay had an interview where someone was like so you're making all these movies like vice and big short who do you think is sort of like the right wing version of you and his response was aaron sorkin yeah perfect yeah, i love adam mckay so yeah. much he's, oh the man. he's my boy shout out Shout out to Adam. Yeah, friend, shout, friend out of the pod. shout out Adam McKay. Uh, come on the pod. We can do any movie. Even if we've done it, I will delete the old version from the archives. So <laughs> Mia Wasikowska, she, <laughs> she meets up with Robert Pattinson uh, and they're driving around Hollywood, you know, just two young, hot Brits pretending to be American poorly. And they're driving around. Uh, and she's saying these outlandish things like she's best friends with Carrie Fisher and she like wants a star map and she just like seems she has very like liar energy, I thought. Liar in the beginning. Energy, for sure. Big like big like star fucker energy, big yeah. crazy person. You know what energy I felt from her was um 
You know, when you were in middle school and you're just like mm-hmm. wondering how to be a person and what person you were. And sometimes you get in this mood where you're just like, I'm a very mysterious person. Oh, totally, like totally. everyone's thinking and talking about me. And I feel like that was their energy. Just like 100%. I'm quirky and weird and they kind of know it. Or like every high school has that one person who like, like heinously lies about all aspects oh, of their yes. life. Yes. Or like, yes. just, or like one person who like they're every single person has like a high school scandal where it's like the girl who lied about having leukemia or like or the girl she says she has a horse yeah exactly. she doesn't have a horse or it's, it's that or it's as big as like oh the girl who's like it's like oh my dad is bill gates it's like every <laughs> yeah. every high yeah. school has a, like a scandal every like two years at a high school everywhere in america oh, there's a scandal where some kid is like making up their entire life and you're like that the big vibes of that yeah what was your guys's scandal of that did you guys have that a person who did that? Mm-hmm. I, I just screamed about it. Obviously, that was a personal thing. Said, she said horse. she had a horse. I went over to her house. She had no horse. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I should have known, though. She said it like lived in the house. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they can't do that. I mean, we had like pregnant teens and like opiate addicted teens, but like I did know one boy who said that his grandfather wrote <laughs> Manic Monday. <laughs> my god i and love I, that one I, I knew vaguely of the mamas and the papas but i didn't know enough to be like is your grandfather john phillips and oh wait not manic monday not manic monday oh just what's my thing monday monday can you imagine if the mamas and papas <laughs> made i didn't want to say anything because monday. i don't know anything about music so i just like yeah totally no, oh, yeah, man, whatever. He, he said his grandfather go. wrote that would have been even wilder it's just yeah. like you know my grandfather wrote lithium <laughs> I watched her dip it in her eye. Maggie, la- audience, Maggie was so upset. She was like, let she me leave this planet right now. I need a Tilted her head back and poured White Claw. Poured white That's claw. a really great And it's lemon flavor. Brand new, brand so it's new feeling. the sourest of White well, Claws. Do you need a moment to put no, totally something else here. in your eye that might be nicer, no, like water? Do you want pickle juice? Pickle juice? I have a feeling this is going to be... Like a good two-hour pod. Maybe three. Um, so yeah, they're driving around. She says she's best friends. She's a liar. Carrie Fisher. Okay, then cut to hospital. A very tan boy comes to see a very <laughs> pale girl. And it like becomes clear very early on that it's like sort of a make-a-wish foundation kind of vibe here. We get um, the, the, the tan boy is... Is, is Sid cl- from Ice Age. Yeah, he's a very long neck. Identical. Very tan, very long neck. That kid was familiar to me. I didn't. I looked him up. I didn't recognize anything mm, else. Do you know a lot of toes? <laughs> he was just yeah, a yeah. Toe. He did look like a toe. You're right. Crazy. Yeah. He had that. Yeah, he had that. I thought he was very. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't want him thickness. to feel bad. But it was just no, like I'm that. I'm sure he has a fine life. You don't have to worry about. He's got to wear all. turtlenecks only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought he was very well cast in this, though. I he was he, great. Oh, he was perfect. I thought all the acting in this movie was great. Um. So he's talking to this girl. The girl has uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and he's, you know. But he thought AIDS. He thought AIDS, and then he gets mad because, you know, his assistant or whatever told him the wrong disease, and it's clear that he's like a little spoiled brat, starlet. Um, But I don't know. But, like, we learn, you know, we learn more about him as the movie goes along. Uh, He has a great line where he's just like – Talking to this little girl, and he's just like, "Well, I'm gonna make a movie about your life. Ryan Gosling will play me, and I'll play you." Loved that. Oh, which amazing! Is great. I'll play you. Um, then we go back to his house, and we meet his parents. One more Brit, 
Olivia Williams from Rushmore and, you know, many things. She's great. She's playing his mom, sort of a, a tough stage mom. This is where I wrote down, why can't we just let British people be British? That's true. They're, they were like all British in the beginning. Yeah. It wouldn't change that it was if three? she was British, it, for sure. Well, then we'd have a parent trap situation. Mm. If she was British. And Cusack was. Ah! Well, let's we let's not spoil oh, yeah, that yeah, moment yeah. yet. Remember we, that. Oh, uh, yeah. Give a, put a pin in that right now. Uh, John Cusack strolls right in. And this is the second movie in a row, avid listeners of Pod Cusack, where our introduction to John Cusack is him. Ca- the camera pans up to him and he's just like hardcore vaping uh, the whole movie. What was his last vaping movie? Drive Hard. He's just vaping the entire I love movie. It. You know that that's in his contract. Yeah. He's like, I, I have to vape because I refuse to go 30 seconds without vaping. Do you? I wouldn't even like... Oh my god! Do you think that's why he's a little bloaty? Because of the vape? Is that a thing? No, I don't think so. Well, yeah, I tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he is a jewel. It's like great, great Cusack rolling in bathrobe, uh, talking about jewel. like Buddhist monks in Tibet. Yeah, he's like a new age. Therapy. You know, he's different from his family because they're talking about business and he's talking yeah. about religion. Yeah. And then the goo goo gachu thing is he just doing the I am the walrus line or I couldn't tell if he was like teasing the sun because it was clear I my first thought was that he was the boyfriend of the mom and sort of like stepfather type figure I thought he was like an agent or something because he had such a vibe but it was it was very clear that there's a strange relationship between him and his son right that's clear therapist Mm -hmm. am I right yeah um, so then it cu- it's a very strange like smash cut to Cusack again in another scene and he's doing this very insane like <laughs> massage <laughs> slash trauma therapy to uh, the great Julianne Moore and he's like deeply rubbing her, her body ass. and yeah. ass while also like doing a call and response where he's being her mom or telling her what to say and it's very like Okay, so he's do he's this like new age therapy rich goo- people's guru. therapy rich yeah yeah rich that's what person. that's what I picture everyone in in Hollywood doing in yeah therapy. me too like you're- I don't think any, I don't think you're allowed to just talk to your therapist about how you don't feel adequate I think you have no. to, I think you have to get like massage slap or yeah. rape if you're gonna say you therapy. don't feel adequate you have to be locked in a closet for seven hours exactly and scream it and, over and, and over someone again. like pours cold milk on you and like, then he was everything. like and then he was like. Uh, what, he referenced personal history points, like a touch. Oh yeah, it wasn't a pe- a pressure point. Oh, I wrote that down. Personal what was it? History points. It was a person. Yeah, her personal history. I'm point. obsessed yeah, with that. Said. Personal history point, and he touched her butt. Her, her <laughs> butt. But what would my butt tell me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What personal history point? I think my butt would be ass. talking a lot to me about. Yeah, some, some days it'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. you're pooping too much. And other days it's it'd be like, much. you haven't pooped in four days. You gotta stop eating that you're allergic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, audience, you know a little bit about Mary's digestion. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of a behind the scenes view on the yeah. pod. The home life of the pod. That's my upcoming pod. Wow, we really, we really live for these moments. <laughs> what I ate today BTS. and how it affected me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then we cut to Julianne Moore. She's like watching her mother and her her mother, we learn, is an actress. And she's like, her trauma therapy was a lot about her relationship with her mother, which we learn more about as the movie goes along. And she's like a sort of, she's dealing with a lot of those 
issues. And she's watching her mother in these old movies. And then her agent shows up and her agent is holding an iPad. And this is the first of many references to iPads that we get. Clearly, oh, so true. true. It's clearly iPads were like just making a splash. Yeah, yeah. It was clearly like to what it, to Cronenberg, iPad was the ultimate representation of like vapid Wealth. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The iPad. Screen obsessed, whatever. Blackberry. That's so funny. Um I hope David Cronenberg knows about TikTok. <laughs> Cronenberg. That's why he stopped making movies. Yeah, right. TikTok. He was like, I'm done. The final form has been reached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will take a nap. Because yeah, he loved done. TikTok. Too, yeah. I love it. He's like, no, he's this, obsessed is what, with this. this is what I've been striving to do. <laughs> yeah. These swift sc- dance moves, yeah. this to me is my vision. And I will say, he kills himself. He's like, I'm my purpose here is What if when he goes through his feed, he's got all those videos of the woman being like, so today for my husband's lunch, like, is that yeah. his like, final Cronenberg is, is like, she's like, do you want to make a movie, David? And he's like, no, I'm learning how to make this Velveeta mac and cheese, for my but with also husband. 700. Yeah, he's for my doing like transitions lunch. of him wearing various hats. Uh, that's uh, like that's his final. Yeah, thing. and then you see him, and like, and you're standing right next to him, and he's just like doing that whole thing that they do where they move the phone all over the place. Transitions are called transitions. That's what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aggie. Yeah. No, I nanny an 11 year old. I know all about TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of, the, this is also when we learn that Julianne Moore's character, who I forget her name, but I want to. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Julianne Moore's character, this is where we also learn that Julianne Moore's character has recently fired her quote unquote chore whore. Yeah. Who is her assistant. Amazing. And you relate. It hurt my feelings. I, I my day job. Oh, my only job. Who? It's a pandemic, baby. I'm a nanny for some some actors. So and, I, and you end up doing a lot more. So when she was like chore whore, I was like, my feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt. Really, that's funny because I thought about making you a necklace. It's a chore you, whore. I really should I get it tattooed really big on yeah, my neck? Yeah, on your neck. Yeah, on my neck. Yeah. Whore. So, but no, it did. But the whole movie, I was just like, I am a chore whore. So yeah, I I really related. Uh, and yeah, it's great because like Julianne Moore is playing this sort of vapid, deeply insecure actress. And it was in this scene where I was just like, who has more range than Julianne Moore? She can just play like a trash mess or like, like she can do what Meryl Streep can do. I think a lot of the time. But Meryl Streep can't play like this role. No, Meryl, no. Meryl not getting Streep's, fucked in the back of a limo. Meryl yeah. Streep's yeah, no. upper lip will never create the tense sweat that Julianne Moore does no. in every fucking stress scene. She is criminally underrated. I think she has an Oscar now. Why or, is she underrated? Everyone thinks she's a fucking star. She just, well, I feel yeah, like she's, feel, you know. Yeah, she gets passed on a lot, I feel. But no, she's, she rocks. She's beloved. over 27, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is her definitely in like the trash mess like Boogie Nights right. side of the Julianne Moore spectrum. Uh, there's a fun reference to Harvey, who I can only assume they don't say his last name, but this is like a pre a fun Weinstein fully riff. canceled Weinstein. Yeah. Love a Weinstein ref. And then she goes upstairs and she sees in the bathtub her mother's ghost. And so this is the first of many visions that our characters experience. And she is being haunted by visions or, you know, the manifestations of her trauma. And this is where it's also very heavily implied in the scene, which is just, you know, confirmed later that she was molested by her mother. So she's dealing with that trauma throughout the movie. But it's also hinted at that that's not true. 
I know. Yeah, it's hard to know which what is, which the mother said, right? But the mother, but the mother is not a real character. The mother has no real motive, so the mother is a manifestation of this character's beliefs. Oh yeah. God. So I don't understand if it it was meant to lead us to believe that she's making up. Like being I did kind of connect to, to that moment when the ghost mom said that mm-hmm. um, because I did I would never put anything past if Julianne Moore's character is doing that therapy and thinking that that's helping her mm-hmm. that seems like the type of therapy where it's like make something up and let's like rock with it for the rest of your life exactly and, like, and Julianne Moore's character very much seems like the type of person who's like oh this would be really good for my career. Right. Yeah, especially because we also learned that she is trying to play her mother in a movie. Right. So, her mother who allegedly molested her. Which you her would never and do. And who it was like a terrible bad mother. Yeah. Like, is then she's trying to play her mother. And is she, I got confused. Is she playing her mother or is she re, is it a remake of the movie, the famous movie her mother was in? Yeah, I think it's a, yeah, it's a little confusing. It seemed like it was a movie about that. Like, that would be involved, but it wouldn't be a remake, you know? Like, about her life. Well, they say it's like a reimagining at one point, but they yeah. do say she's playing her mother. It's unclear if she's playing her and mother's young character. And old is something they or, also said. Yeah. Either way, it's like, it's the part clearly has this deep connection to her mother. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it could be that she's, like, lying about that. And what we know from the rest of her character, like, that's obviously not out of character for her. Yeah. And also not out of Someone's character for people. Someone's phone ringing. Is that just me? No, no. it's the freaking neighbors playing music. always off, baby. That's... I told you out loud this was going to be. Oh, my God. They're musicians. That's, of course. That's, DJs? Yeah. That is yeah. rich of me. That is really rich of As me. As we're screaming They're about just... John Cusack, we're like, how fuck? You just had Danny you know, Grohl on never, That's true. We can, we can do whatever they want. Because we are so fucking loud. I know. We'll just have random nights where we're up till four scream screaming we remember that one night we all screamed saying um that opera conte partiro yeah yeah, yeah you guys just have to shut the fuck yeah, up yeah we're, about we're never there's They're nothing there's nothing that they can do that we haven't done to them way way way, way worse, worse. <laughs> um okay so yeah so there's clearly a connection with this part that she wants um next scene we see the very tan boy is now being visited he's having his own visions of the, the the girl who he saw in the hospital and she's now wearing a bride's veil and there's clearly some, he's working through some of his own trauma. Cut to, he, Mia Wasikaska is reciting the words of this poem and the poem is Liberté by Paul Lard. Oh, I did not realize it was a real poem. It's I thought it was from poem. this old um, movie. I didn't it's, know either. It's a real poem. It's an ode to liberty written by a French poet during the German occupation of France. It's a gorgeous God, poem. I know. I was too. I was thinking that. I was like, the whatever writer's assistant who wrote this dialogue went really hard. I also felt weird because I was like, I want this tattooed all over my body. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like the twenty year old like Smith student that they got exactly. to like help exactly. on this really killed it. Yeah. God forbid. But it's I real. It's a real it's a real, poem. it's a real poem yeah. about the Nazi occupation of they France. They use it in this gorgeous Yeah. <laughs> so uh, clearly he's, uh, you know, making some statements about Hollywood and trauma and liberating yourself from both. Can uh, I say something that I noticed that there was so many, I know that you probably will touch on this later, but I'll ruin it for you now. Um, so many repetitions of, of subject matter, like you said, um, well, I noticed AIDS was repeated quite often. Sure. Um, 
I wrote, uh, there was so much more, and I'm just forgetting. Oh, AIDS, uh, Dalai Lama, the Goo Goo Gachu. But then with this, the girl shows up. She has the ghost girl, the non-Hodgkins girl, um, had constellations all over mm-hmm. her skin. Yeah. And Mia. Maps to the stars, you know. Maps to the stars. And then Mia also said, uh, when she told the lie about the fire to Julianne Moore, she said that it was a planetarium. planetarium. And so I was like, oh, right. is this all? Which yeah. I'm also like, fuck you, David Cronenberg. These aren't that hard. And you're just like making a little search party in here. But like, it was kind of fun to. You're like, oh, 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 the connections. oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> also clearly incest is a lot of. Oh, huge. Yeah. References throughout. Uh, I do not understand what he meant by this shit, but like it he was didn't mean fun anything. to he look. He was like, through. "What if I put in stars? What a bitchy multiple mood. places." Yeah. I think he was just you like. I'm killing. sure he's trying to say something about how I the fucked up nature of this biz we call show, right? <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood, <laughs> baby, Hollywood, Hollywood's fucked up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Two best movies about how Hollywood's fucked up. This and the fucking artist, man. That shit's fucked. I recently all alone we YouTubed. Um, dog scene from the artist to just gleeful <laughs> to gleefully watch like oh, the dog the from the artist who passed away oh rip the rip, rip, rip. Die, yeah mm-hmm. yes, rip, really rip. Sad. people don't um, animals do live forever i would say the best hollywood representation in film is the muppets movie the original yeah man well it's certainly the most wholesome i mean they get there and they're immediately flustered and turned off that's great that's true all you gotta do is be with your best friends yeah and it helps if your best friends are Muppets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're puppets. And they have people's hands inside. <laughs> so the next scene is the kid, this kid actor, the tan boy, long neck. What do we call him? I don't know. Tan boy long neck. I like tan boy long neck. Tan boy long neck. Justin Timberlake. He is, yeah, he looks sort of, he's, he's, you know, he's a Bieber type. He's a Timberlake type. He's very tan. He's very long neck. Uh, he is in a meeting with some Hollywood bigwigs, and we learn some exposition. His mom's there. His mom's fighting to get him like a better contract in his next part. I think it's it's a, either a sequel to a movie or it's in the next season of a television show. It felt like the sequel in this franchise of the, the bad babysitter. Mm-hmm. And this is like how, what made this kid famous. But also like, and now he's like returning as like the bad babysitter goes to camp. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of, it seems almost like a Porky's at one point. Like they're cutting holes in the wall yeah, to really like did. peep on the Which girls. Which I did kind of dig because like um, that was a great representation of a very bad real movie. Yeah, it's just like a shitty, you know, kids movie or teen movie. I'm not sure. Kids movie, I guess. Um, but then we also learned that he was a drug addict you know, we get some Drew Barrymore name drops in here. Like it worked for Drew, um, and so they're the you know the big Hollywood bigwigs are worried you know about making sure that he's on the clean and sober. And his mom's like, "Fuck you!" Like this is what we want. And so it just sort of is like putting a, some of these characters in perspective. And he's having a hard time in the meeting, and it cuts to him in the bathroom Disgusting. puking into a urinal, mm-hmm. which. Is which is so Hollywood, so gross. Who would ever? So and also, I mean, you guys are gals. I'll tell you, there's I've nothing grosser. Men's restrooms, men's restrooms. I mean, like the cleanest you're getting an eighth inch of pee under the urinals. There's just no way around it. Like we can't 
not piss on the floor. Also, his sweet mama holding his, his head. Yeah. It basically looked like she was pushing that it into the was, universe. Also, it was crazy because clearly that actor wanted to be like, you make me look beautiful here. Yeah. So he's yeah, like yeah, clutching yeah. his child while she's like getting a perfect profile <laughs> shot. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow. That was very I love realism. And always. And then we cut to that ki- same kid later on. And this is like some version. I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about Hollywood. I don't know what it's about. But this is but this version of Hollywood, real or not, is a version where kids are going to clubs all the time. And we're talking kids like 12-year-old kids. Are if we're going to believe like Drew Barrymore and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo. Didn't yeah, they go? I believe that they. I, I yeah, believe I mean, in I guess. What was Leo's um, friend club called? The Pussy Posse? <laughs> go Leo. No, you weren't. <laughs> Come on, a magician. Yeah, David Blaine was. I in guess the pussy magicians posse. did do good in the nineties because one of them dated weird a supermodel, time. right? Well, that was also the time where like swing music was back in. That's it was a true. very everyone was confused because yeah. because Vietnam was over and they didn't know. <laughs> And everyone was just like, wait, so is Bill Clinton, what's the third way what's politics? Up? It was just a very, like, yeah. the, the wool was getting pulled over everyone's eyes and everyone was confused. Yeah. And we got uh, Dunkaroos. So everyone was I going, mean, well, that's the one thing we got like, right Let's give the, the people Dunkaroos. They want to ask yeah. Yeah. Was like, those are cookies and icing. That's, that's fucking No, I feel like quiet. kids club. I feel like they let, they let children club. Probably. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess. They're yeah, rich they literally ass did. kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, these are Hollywood's finest. We get like, you know, obviously David Cronenberg's view of young Hollywood. You know, the kids are like, she's 23. She's menopausal. menopausal. And it was like, we made that joke three times, though. I, I couldn't like, actually handle that meta joke that was happening. That was meta, right? They were just, he was making fun of these people being corny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like, that's her only joke. Like that's yeah. the only she like just learned that word. It and that's made the me only so mad, which knows. was yeah. intentional, I suppose. But I yeah. guess it was brutal. It yeah, was, I did not get right. Yeah, and like the stilted acting too, I think was purposeful. Mm. A lot of times where it was like, you know, look how fake. Hollywood but was is. the jean vest purposeful? <laughs> oh, very. I thought it worked very well. You noticed? Yeah. Okay, he did not, and I was. They like, probably enraged. just shot her scenes, both scenes. She's in two scenes. They probably shot them on the same day, and she had one outfit. Disgusting. You know. They're like, it's fine. It's a low budge movie, despite the talent. That's weird that it's low budget. I mean, it only made $300,000, baby. You're right. <laughs> no one's making money off this. You yeah. got one You got one jean vest per actor. And you didn't even help. You, you were in Ireland. One. <laughs> I know, I didn't help at all. I did not help the good old <laughs> US of A. That's all that's on um, your right. Robert, I saw you take that second jean vest. <laughs> you only get one. I told you. Julianne Moore is at the same club as these kids. She's talking to some Hollywood guy who she's hoping can get can help her get the part of her mother in this in this, you know, mother related film. Uh, We also get a little bit of exposition here. We learn Julianne Moore's mom died in a fire. That is fire is a theme. Yeah, I guess another theme. Uh, Smash cut to this very uh, cool threesome scene where it's unclear. With, I like, thought it was really cool. Was what like, anyone's other, doing? Yeah, the other. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is. Uh, no, it makes like, no sense. Strap on, I'm not is, sure. Julian Moore is like, like, like wriggling on this man uh-huh. who is maybe fucking this woman, other woman from behind, but it doesn't look like it. No. It looks like it, they're all simultaneously it, doing. It seemed some like it was bed. just mashing. Like they were like, "Sex is a sandwich. We don't have to." 
Yeah, which also maybe that's a comment because it's just these naked bodies like writhing around in bed. But we do get some like good penis shots. Amazing penis. Good penis shots. Um, Um, Wait, did you see, was that circumcised or not? Yeah, it was circumcised. I didn't. See if it was I uncircumcised, you wouldn't know. I was watch. I was watching it. I was watching it on my my tiny laptop. I don't remember oh, throwing up. No so. room for peeing on a tiny <laughs> yeah. laptop. What did you say? Was shut it off funny? the movie. So yeah. Oh, have you seen this? Is a sort of tangent. This is. Have you seen like? I feel like some discourse on Twitter is like all these people being like, sex scenes in movies are never necessary, and I just find it's like. But- why don't any, why don't doesn't any of these internet people want to grow see up? Sex? It's so insane. Grow Just don't watch it with your parents. No, they, I don't know. It's like this is like the brain rot that has come out of like we've had too much time to think. Too much, yeah, too much time to think, and too much like weird. I don't know. Being I don't like actually, like everything's bad. Yeah, it's like it's the pendulum has swung a little too far, and the other way we're just like. You know what? If you were 23 and he was 28, he was grooming you and that's not mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Did you see that they're like when when the Zendaya and what's his what's it? Ah, yeah, Marie yeah, when that yeah. came out, that was getting hate because Zendaya is like 24 and yeah. the, the other actor like, is 34 off. maybe. And they were playing opposite each other, and everyone's like, "That's a horrendous age gap." It's like she's they're a actors, woman, and she's, she's an adult. An actor. They're playing a part. It's and also like it's insane. I don't know. My my yeah, he's not Charlton Heston. Me, he's so also fucking hot, hot, hot dude. Yeah, yeah. That's Denzel's son. He's hot. Well, everybody was hot. I mean, I if you're know. hot, you can do it. Yeah, there's a lot of like there's a there's a weird prudeness that's happening. Uh, but yeah, sex scenes are fun. Sex when- scenes are fun, and so I mean, like, yeah, you want like this particular sex scene is bad, but I think that's the point. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this is like a almost like a. It feels like a comment. It on, seemed like a like, child. Hollywood it's like yeah, it's like no one's enjoying themselves, and I feel like it's so necessary to also show the the like these people are so vapid that they can't even like enjoy like the animalistic side of being a human. Yeah. It's purely it's- transactional for all three of them. Remember mm-hmm. when you were little and you were just like, yeah, I know what sex is. Totally. They just take their clothes off. And yeah. I literally thought, I literally thought men peed inside women. Yeah. Oh, like, everyone like, did. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that was a big one. Cut to Cusack is on the TV giving some weird self-help speech, and we get a little bit more Cusack, who I think overall is just really good in this movie. Underused. Uh, underused, oh, and everything un- he's doing is awesome. The I therapy think. stuff is so underused, and like the he weird- He kills it in this He's movie. got weird TV ads. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't fully understand. They have him like- so he's a therapist, but he's also like you see him on TV sometimes doing like weird. I think he's a little Doctor Philly. He's like but a to- like, Tony but, like, Robbins, sinister, too. Yeah. sinister Doctor. I think they yeah. put a lot together, like Tony Robinson, Doctor Phil, Doctor Oz, and then he also is a personal therapist. Which I like, mean, they name check Scientology too, so it's clearly right. he just sort of represents all of like this new age self help. Yeah, guru but then in the end, style. he's just left and right giving great advice. Sometimes, well, one time. We'll I disagree with that altogether, Mary. I think you didn't understand this movie at all. <laughs> I think you were not watching the same film as us. I actually was. Did just you walked away being you like, <laughs> Cusack was right. That was the point of this movie. Yeah, Cusack's the hero. I was on hero. TikTok the entire time. He married his sister and punched his daughter in the stomach. I'm not yeah. saying what he did was right. I'm saying his advice to his patients seemed good. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's in the background giving this sort of Tony Robbins esque self help stuff 
uh, and you know Mia Wasikowska is in the in the foreground uh, doing some like sort of weird dancing. Cut to Julianne Moore's having lunch. She's on the phone. She's like begging some other person like to help her get. We get a lot of very like sort of pathetic. Just like, oh, you're having lunch with that? Well, well, tell him I really need this part. You know, like her desperate like attempts to that. land this part. Yeah, I mean, she's also wonderful in the movie. And then she runs into Carrie Fisher playing herself. Great cameo. Ugh, rip, rip. Love. Um, also love her voice so much. She's great. Oh, she's a perfect I voice. I love a woman you can tell she smoked the shit out of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... Then Carrie Fisher mentions that she had a friend who she met on the internet. And this is where we learn that what seemed to be a lie earlier with Robert Pattinson, with uh, Mia Wasikowska talking to Robert Pattinson, <laughs> uh, was actually true. And she was telling the truth. She she did meet Carrie Fisher online and she's friends with him. So Carrie Fisher sort of sets her up to be Julianne Moore's new chore her. Chor. 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 I just remembered it because it's stinging. Chor. Yeah. Um, and we get, you know, yeah, we get another mention of the Dalai Lama here, I think, by Carrie Fisher. Um, oh, and then we get like a really good scene where Mia Wasikowska is being interviewed by Julianne Moore to be the assistant. And Julianne Moore, like. It's my favorite thing I've ever. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Go for it. Thank you so much. <laughs> What if every interview you needed to answer the question, do you know how my mother died? And then they hit on you. It would be so good. And you your mother's do? not dead, but you feel like you have to make up. You've got to make up a died. scenario. Like, and then uh, it was really tragic. They're oh. kneeling next to you, mm-hmm. cupping your face, and you're gorgeous. I'd be like, I've got this in the bag. Well, what prompted that too is she's like, can I ask you about the burn? Yeah. First, and then they have the discussion about like she lies the about the planetarium thing. burning, and then she's and like, I ran yeah. into the storage room. Can like, you imagine though the world where it's like you have that interview, and then you get the email that it's like you're not right for this position. Your mother <laughs> didn't die the right just, way. Just like, or what if happening? what if they write back to you like you don't find out in the moment, but later when they respond, did you get the job or not? They're like, you didn't guess the right way my mother died. Yeah. You just didn't know. If you don't know how my mother died, then you don't know me. Yeah, you won't. And then you won't know how to use Excel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to know how my mother died uh, to use Excel. And you can drive, yes. Yes. Um, oh, you have improv experience? Good. <laughs> Wonderful. Ex- oh, groundlings? <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. <laughs> then you can cater this evening. Next scene, Robert Pattinson goes to lunch with Mia Wasikowska. She asks him out and she starts saying more like insane shit. And Robert Pattinson's like, I don't know. I think she starts, she reveals here that her mother and father were brother and sister. Very offhandedly. Very Very off. She casual reference. In the same sentence as being like, I want to write and direct a movie. Yeah, we should, yeah, we should write a movie together. One little breath. Which is why it's good, I feel. It's why you're like this crazy bitch. (laughs) She's I trying to like- write, direct, produce, and she's the part of incest. <laughs> <laughs> she's a quadruple threat. Go for it. I feel like Robert Pattinson is the only one in this movie who has just like normal human reactions to everything oh, happening. Because yeah. even like towards the end of the movie where he does that, it's just like, you know, that's, you know, base level normal there is reaction. No, this part is insane that a huge star took. Like, can oh, you imagine yeah. reading this part as Robert Pattinson and being like, I'll take that part. Nothing happens. But then you get to the scene where you're like, 
oh god i fucked julianne more yeah. okay that he was immediately like yes 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 <laughs> they're like robert you have four scenes and you say nothing he's like i don't care but i really oh. i really get to do it and he get to get Julia away Moore, from a glittery vampire in Washington. I think he, I'm sure it was, it was like so he wanted to work with David Cronenberg and it was like a favor. Yeah, for like sure. he's a legend. Because then afterwards sure, he did you know. another movie with him, did he not? I think Cos- Cosmopolis was before. So it was probably just like we're buds, title. like I'll do this. I was think- Cosmopolis David Cronenberg? Yeah. No. Yeah. Doesn't that movie end without you discovering it's 9-11? I have not seen it. Oh. I think it does. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a fucking Dude, rocks, man. He goes through this whole thing, and then at the end, Is that it's like, like a Planet of the, the Apes end, reveal? Exactly, it's a real deal. He like, calls his dad, and he's like, have a good day, dad, at the World Trade Tower- Towers. Crazy how it's uh, September 11th, 2001. <laughs> and that's what that movie is like about. Sorry, that's crazy that he I'm did that. I'm beginning to wonder about this David fella. He should just get on TikTok at this point. Dude. All those like earnest TikToks Don't shit that like, talk David Cronenberg, man, unless you've seen any of his movies besides this one. What? I saw history this History of Violence, Eastern Promises, The Fly. I mean, he's I've the seen History man. of Violence and The Fly. The Fly rocks. Yeah. I've seen Dead a Zone lot rocks. of memes about The Video Fly. Videodrome rocks. Scanners rocks. Mm-hmm. He's great. This is and this one is like pretty solid. I, I did too. I did like this movie. Like I, I left yeah, it I being like, well, that was a fucking weird fest, but like I mean, that's it's fun. Yeah, it's clearly you know, got like I said, issues. it was a cocaine movie. Yeah. yeah, it was nothing more, nothing less. It was a co- it was there are two types of cocaine. Morton movies. Was, I love a stimulant. Two two cocaine movies. One is the like like the disjointed thriller that's not actually a good script where they just put in enough incest and murder and it takes mm-hmm. place in Hollywood. Da, da, da. Or it's like 1980s fucking action movie that's also taking place at a hockey game with yeah. like Claude Van Damme. Oh my God, yeah. yes. And those are way better in my sudden opinion. Death. I would yeah. way yeah. rather watch I mean, that. Sudden Death is art. Was yeah, that an actual movie that you were talking yes, about? Yes, that's literally. Sort of death, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like a whole movie. genre of like action. Ass. Exactly. There's a whole genre of like action heroes who are like in a sports stadium stopping a terrorist attack. Mm. And I think those are preferable cocaine movies for me. I mean, yeah, those are. Yeah. Wait, does that mean was Die Hard a cocaine movie? No, no. Die Hard's no. just, that's high art. That's like, <laughs> okay. that's the best movie I've ever made. It's high art and it's a Christmas film. And so. it's the best Christmas movie of all time. Believe you um, me, I've heard all of it. So, but Robert Pattinson is reacting like relatively normal because she reveals uh, the brother sister thing, and then he's just like, "I, I don't really want to go on a date with you. I think you're a little crazy." And then she really cool, off. honest thing to say. Yeah, and he, not safe when like you think someone's crazy. Normal, and she gets up. She says, "Fuck you." Gets up and storms out. Cut to the tan little boy in therapy, and this is where we learn that. There's, you know, more sort of incest stuff. We learned that like his sister and him used to play pretend marriage constantly and that his sister tried to kill him one time by like giving him a bunch of pills and that he like had to be taken to the hospital and then like stomach pumped and like his sister was, you know, committed or something or just sent away, basically. They don't mention a fire there. They don't mention a fire. They don't. It's it, it's it's it unclear. was pretty evasive. Like I didn't understand. For a lot of this movie, I was just like, this movie, all of it could be happening in any of these characters. Like any one character could be fully imagining all of the other characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's sort of the vibe. It's like base David Lynch, like David Lynch without any symbolism. Oh yeah, I got yeah. huge David Lynch feelings from this whole fucking movie. But like no symbolism or anything. None yeah. of like no the symbolism, weird but also just not explaining the plot. Yeah, yeah 100%. All. 
Um, so then we see Julia Moore and Cusack. They're doing another session. Um, you know, it's further explored about Julianne Moore's sort of trauma growing up. Um, Cusack is wearing those running shoes with like the toes. The toe oh, shoes. Yeah. Oh, those had their warning. those had a moment in yeah. exactly twenty fourteen, which is yeah. when this movie yeah. came out. I also at this moment was just like wardrobe, you fucking awesome bitch. Like, yes, he wears toe shoes. Mm-hmm. Of course he does. That was the perfect move. And I was on the fence of Jean Vest, but now I'm um, right back in. There's- would the toe shoes work? I feel like those would break your feet. I would die. Running it's it's one so of those painful? things where, like, there was this. There was this. I remember, like, the fad in the running community where it was just mm. like barefoot running was a huge thing, and it was just like actually that's the way we were supposed to run barefoot, and like people would go like trail running barefoot and like constantly get hurt. Well, it's like <laughs> but, many like, cultures cultures in in Central and South America have like for for you know so long been doing barefoot running, but. After, they're not like after, shitty white people in not, Los Angeles yeah. who are like doing it running on, on fucking, tar. Yeah, on the tar, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's so, a whole different thing. But the, those shoes were created to like make a semi-safe way to essentially do barefoot running. Yeah, um, I love it. Watching you say white people are the worst while you take a swig of wine. Yeah, it was hard. Might <laughs> 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 be the worst. Oh. <laughs> Can't wait to go home and kiss my horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally have, high school. <laughs> Which is in my bed as we speak. Ladies and gentlemen, that was part one of our special multi-part Maps to the Stars Pod Cusack episode. Next week, you will get part two. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe. Uh, I love you all. It's Pod Cusack, baby.